eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot like fun going on. What do you right mean? Now, right? Because in terms of it's just it, it's it's difficult to have fun in America right now. But well, you know what I will say? That's because you haven't branded it the fundemic. It's all about I, branding. Oh my Henry. god! It's well, wait a, a second. Pandemic. You see my yeah. Huh? Do you see? Feel my mouth just fundemic. <laughs> fundemic. <laughs> fundemic. What do you mean? I huh? I can't go outside. Fundemic. I, wow! <laughs> I, if you change it like that, you say I can't go outside, <laughs> and it's great. Um, but you know what? I've really discovered, rediscovered. Uh huh. It's a pure, unadulterated love for the BLT. The bacon, I lettuce, now, and tomato. Really? I am now up to. I'm. I'm not going to exaggerate. Wow. Three or four BLTs a week. This is actually quite stunning news because I always thought the BLT was a skeleton, a skeleton of a sandwich. I don't think the bacon is enough of a protein. The tomato overwhelms the whole damn thing. You're basically just eating mayonnaise. You're doing it completely wrong okay. you're a rube you're an idiot your <laughs> wow. brain needs to be replaced Whoa. you need to go to fucking sandwich rehab my friend wow because the blt is just so much more than that if you can get the thick cut bacon right get the thick cut bacon learn to cook it in a cast iron skillet you cook oh my it slower God. so it doesn't get as thin but it gets just as crunchy you get beefsteak tomatoes, right? Or those things. You get a sure. long slice, right? You get a good thing there. Good, crisp romaine. And my new thing is get uh. a seeded bread. And not a seeded bread, not like it's covered in cum. Right, of I course. I mean, a, a bread with seeds in it. Something that can stand up to all of the various crunch factors inside of the sandwich where you get, and then I don't currently have a toaster because it exploded. Well, that'll happen. So, uh, yes, you don't want to go to the organic store that's so organic all of their bread is covered in cum because that just becomes disgusting. I don't know, though, Henry. It's controversial. The pigs are coming back in a big way. They're as smart as dogs. People are actively saving the pigs, going to the slaughterhouses, give them little kisses on the way to getting butchered because they're cute, Henry. So I don't maybe you should do turkey bacon. Maybe the ones that we should choose are the ones wearing little badges. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe they go down that the line, is... or maybe we find a bunch of rapist pigs. 
Well, and those are the ones that we eat. I don't we find think- them, but we put a we put a couple attractive female pigs mm-hmm. in a pen with a bunch of male pigs, and the ones that don't get on their little pig knee and propose before making love to the other pig. Sure. We take the other ones, the more rambunctious, the horribly rambunctious pigs, uh-huh. and those are the ones we make bacon out of. But until they learn how to shoot guns. They're going to be bacon. They just have, they don't have thumbs, which really hurts. I think we should do dolphins, lettuce, and tomatoes. If you're going by uh, that standard, the sexual assault scandal in the uh, standard in the animal kingdom, it's the DLT, dolphin, lettuce, and tomato. Mm. Serve it to me. I'll eat it. I love it. Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with the recently changed... Henry Zabrowski devolving in his culinary taste, going to the BLT, the sandwich that mothers make and fathers make their children when they're all out of meat. So there we go. It's not devolving. I am just saying this is how boring quarantine life can get that I opened Mm. our show. Just because I, to be completely honest, I was just thinking about a BLT because I ran out of material for it. Right, of and that's course. what I call the bacon, tomato, tomato, and the lettuce. Uh-huh. I ran out of my BLT bullets earlier today, uh-huh. and I wish I could get them back. And the real key is to mix the mayonnaise with some very spicy Dijon. Now, this is the question for you because how white are you? Do you take a knife to spread the mayonnaise, or do you use a spoon? The real whites use a spoon. You get a lot of supple mayonnaise. You dollop it, and then you flatten it out with the bottom of the spoon. Do you do it like that? Of course I do. Look at me. Look, have you seen my knees? Yes, of course I do. But what I'll do is I take a spoon, and maybe this is a lot to deal with at the very top of the show, is I will scoop the mayonnaise out with the spoon, and I put it on the thing. Spread one layer of mayonnaise. So nasty. Suck the spoon you dry. You are so gross, dude. Put it into the mustard. I would rather And then eat. I put the mustard on top of it. I, to I, the story from last week's episode where the man ate his own dookie and flesh as he scooped it out of his body is less disgusting than what you just said. I'm uh, saving utensils in the kitchen. You're doing something. You're doing something. All right. We got some fun stories, some weird stories, and some really weird, interesting, like what the hell is going on stories this, country this week. This is flipping upside down Woo! right now. There is, I mean, obviously we are, we are locked inside, but that is not helping the world from endlessly churning. No. One thing is, have you been, we've talked a little bit in various levels about the fireworks going off in major cities. Yes. And nobody has any fucking clue. They cannot get to the bottom of it. Yes. There are some people just saying it's normal human behavior from being trapped inside for months. Uh-huh. That it's literally a firing signal of people getting, getting fireworks and shooting them up into the sky to say like, hey, Hey, I'm here. I exist. There's other people that are saying that they are being spread by the police as a sort of psyop to keep people uh, agitated and upset in order to drive down the protests. But it seems like the protests themselves have kind of they are rolling and going, but they don't need to be shut down. I don't think I think that it's now become a part of the American fabric. Right. But I wonder what's going on with this shit because no one knows anything that's going. I haven't heard anything else besides some people are saying they've seen them being dropped out of vans. There's some people saying it's really high, powerful, like high class, super expensive fireworks that are people are shooting off, not just 
just M80s? Dude, the fireworks shows are pretty great. On Juneteenth, as a matter of fact, I had a chance to participate. I had I had a sparkler, and they had all these cool ass <laughs> fireworks, and it was awesome. And uh, you know, it did scare Puffin a little bit, but he was brave. So I think for the most part, it is people, but without a doubt, there there very well could be some NYPD, specifically here in New York, obviously interaction because we've seen videos of police blaring their si- uh, sirens throughout the evening driving oh, yes. very and slowly there's, there's something going on without a doubt there's footage of cops also shooting off fireworks and to be honest we my, in my cop family we did have a bunch of high class fireworks shooting them off in their neighborhood but that was because my father used to take them from the evidence table and right. he used to partner with the firemen down the street but it was more of a street thing than of a uh, protest smattering process how else are they going to know your white trash unless you have a fireworks show right outside of your queen's home with your dad in his underwear sipping a beer just being like oh oh that's nice oh, that's nice that's All nice right, look at this one this one right here you can actually really blow your fucking hand off of one of these he loves to do that he loved to dare everyone so that's just one that's one that's thing that's one just thing. floating out there that god knows what the fuck's going on and then there's this other story that is Ooh. just coming out right now that it's about this it's a, a home in milwaukee this house in Milwaukee, on June 23rd, it burnt down after a crowd of people suspected that there was sex trafficking coming yes. out of this house. Now, this is this is a, I'm going to use the term quagmire. It really is a quagmire. No, not the problematic character from Family Guy. The situation <laughs> that is completely out of hand in my home state of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, where I went to school. Milwaukee is a powder keg of tension, uh, racial tension, police tension, economic tension. It has been for a long time. This home that people assumed or believed to be a pedophile ring, and it, what seems to be for good reason, there was young girls in there uh 14 13 15 they didn't know 27 calls have happened to the home over the last i'm gonna say like different how many years over a series of months i believe it was from 2020 to 2017 all sorts of shit it's people looking for the like searching for welfare of a citizen people saying that there was property damage theft yes. gunshots happened from inside of it i mean this is it's a, a fucked up place someone even put up the real estate listing of the house oh really? and what's it going inside for inside of it it is going for not anymore they burned it down either <laughs> the protesters or the cops did someone burnt it the fuck down we don't know it went for forty two thousand dollars you can buy you can you can buy your own sex trafficking hub <laughs> for forty two thousand dollars is that <laughs> That's I guess so. It's got two beds, two baths. Hey, look at that. Just enough to keep 10 children. So these people in Milwaukee, because they're good people, they channeled their inner um, uh, nightmare on Elm Street. They channeled their inner uh, town, small town vigilanteism. They said, we're going to go stop the pedophile ring just as they did to Freddie. It ended up burning down, but we had two coinciding situations where there was a protest of the pedophile, potential pedophile ring in the house, and then it turned to a protest of the police when the police arrived to be like, what the hell is going on with this huge crowd? And well, they then, definitely didn't help, and we've talked about the less dead again and again and again. They've been talking about no one's been reporting how many missing kids yep. have been going on in their neighborhood because it comes from a black neighborhood. So they've been saying, just like in Jeffrey Dahmer's day, it's like the shit has not changed at all that they that people are just not report they're not 
getting the proper police coverage that they're yes. supposed to get. There's so a lot they went of looking mistrust. for these two missing teenagers there was on a, their own. A lot of mistrust. So we have the crowd. We have the potential pedophile ring house. Now we have the crowd clashing with the police. And in the middle of all of this, we have three shots fired. 14, two 14 year olds were shot and a 24 year old were shot within the home. So it was I don't just know what the hell is going on there. And there's footage crazy. of people being led out of there. Some sort of either arrests or rescues were rescued were made. They believe that the two missing 14 year olds that they were searching for have been found. Yes, um, that was a 13 year old and a 15 year old. Yeah. Yes. And so whatever the hell was going on in the house, if they have now burnt it down or now that's another they that's another big <sighs> amorphous they because the police are saying that the protesters burnt the house down and the protesters are saying the police helped burnt it down. So who knows? It's just another just murky ass situation that simply comes from the fact that they can't communicate and take care of their own na- that the police can't take care of their own neighborhoods which is something that is just it's just insane i don't know what the hell's going on in the story but that's just details pending this is according to alfonso morales the milwaukee police chief he said we had to go out there and now do a rescue in the middle of an angry crowd so he acknowledged that this was a rescue mission this was like the cops were going in there straight up like liam neeson like Where's my daughter? Like they were doing a rescue mission. He goes sure, on to but say, it took it took a crowd to build for them to get there. Yeah, he goes on to say this whole chain of events could have been avoided. And my heart goes out to the people who live in this community. We investigate the information that is given to us. We can't allow an unruly crowd to determine what the investigation is. He goes on to say what you had today is vigilanteism. You had people take the law into their own hands and run off of information that he has that has not yet been proven. We need to investigate that. That's what the police are here for. But it seems like the police, with just those those few co- quotes from Morales, they call it a rescue mission. They call them vigilantes, so that seems yeah, to which me is like something they, else. They, but it seems like they might know something's real, freaking sketchy is going on in this house. Yes, but it also, you know, when it comes down to people wouldn't have to be vigilantes if they were taking care of their jobs of being police officers. And we know that for a fact. And it's very, very difficult. It is. This is. But we will get to more of this story as more details come out. Yep. He, he concluded saying we have to be allowed to conduct our investigation, not chase a crowd and take that information from that crowd to be factual. So hopefully we can actually figure out what the hell happened. Was this truly a stop along the road? It's in the middle of the country. Is this part of, I don't, I don't want to sound conspiratorial, but at the end of the day, there is a massive pedophile ring somewhere. There's a massive these pedophile children ring. Show so up at parties from somewhere. I don't fucking know, man. I mean, we've we talked about Pizzagate in the past and about how it was an unnecessary distraction from the real stories. Right. Jeffrey Epstein's fucking end whatever the fuck happened to him, right? Whether he was murdered or allowed to commit suicide, whatever happened in that whole story is a complete total clusterfuck. He was a central hub of it. We have all of these people. You got Don Cheadle in there. Whoa, Don Cheadle. He's uh, he's well, he just went on air. He went on air. Fuck one once. Oh, you know, you look at the list. There was a lot of names on there. A lot of names. And I mean, I, 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 I don't would, know what Don Cheadle's doing, but I'm going to say I don't want to. I need Don Cheadle. <laughs> 
I need him your, to be he's good. He's your uh, he's your celebrity break. Like everyone has like if I hear something about Tom Hanks, my entire belief in human in the human spirit is shattered. And actually Tom Hanks I think is the universal one. I only suspect Tom Hanks. <laughs> because of that. I will not because even allow it. you to smear the good name of Tom Hanks even in even I'm in just theory, saying. even in jest. It's it's just it, we're uh, this is we are really uncovering a lot of shit during this time period. Yeah, it's like the fucking trash can lid of this country's coming up, and we're seeing all the all the old stinky cum covered socks I'm come to life at the bottom of it. I wonder if this is something that's been going on since the dawn of time in this country. It has, or if this is something. That literally is a product of a certain generation. It seems like I don't want to. I'm not saying all boomers are pedophiles. I would never cast a wide net like that. But do you know my maybe father loved was, milfs? Uh, yes, I know he loved. And he's passed he it down milfs. to me. He passed yes. it down to me. A very <laughs> strange fetish. I would be with you, but you don't have a kid. Um, it's no, a no, very no. strange we, thing. That's how we found my mom. My mom was. Uh, ugh. My You're mom was uh, with a woman with a child. Do you want to do that? That he fell in love with. He <laughs> fell in love with her. And he gave me that passion as well. I found the perfect gal. She has a child. Uh, that's disgusting, <laughs> sir. Or do you think that, I mean, honestly, this whole thing, because it seems like this is now organized. There has to be a series of chains. There has to be a series of different handlers. You know, I mean, it's it's human smuggling, for Christ's sake. Yes. And we have it here. We had a story here in Staten Island where a girl was drugged and then raped multiple times. They they kept her drugged for a series of days. She ended up being able to escape. We know this happens. And I'm just wondering if this house, if, if this house was ordered to be burnt down, to get rid of evidence or whatever it, it is. Sounds like it's it. just very bizarre. It's very bizarre. And it just getting to the point where how much smoke or is there going to be before we say that there's a fire? Like it just, there's so, there's so many of these weird, t- but it's about making those connections. Right. Is that how do you make a connection saying that there is an actual organized network or is it a bunch of fun little franchises all popping up everywhere, just doing whatever it is. But you know, my, yeah. my true belief system is that there was never, there was, flares of the quote-unquote Illuminati, like this idea, there was flares of it, there was the real Bavaria and Illuminati, there were secret schools back in the day, they kind of come up and down in terms of relevance as the years go, but I really think a lot of it's got to do with literature that came out about the Illuminati earlier on, and then billionaires and millionaires and celebrities and all these people essentially play acting Mm. the content about the Illuminati and therefore making it real. Like they are making the trappings of the Illuminati real by acting like that. When when Bezos becomes a trillionaire, things are going to have a different tenor around him. What is his life? He, how does he view himself? He must definitely view himself as separate from human beings, right? At some point you begin to believe that this money, this money is going to make you somebody far superior. That's what this is all about. They just view us as a bunch of cogs of the machine juice and shit for them. And eventually they're going to leave our dying planet on these giant ships. The SpaceX stuff going up is just a dry run to show that they can leave anytime they want. But as I've said before, they got nothing up there. I think they're going to send the poor people up there. They're going to send you and I up there because what are we going to do? Kick rocks on Mars? There ain't nothing to do. It's not going to be like Total Recall. There's not going to be three-breasted sex workers. There's not going to be cool bars yet. It's just going to be a vast wasteland. Well, and it'll be sad. If they want to keep 
They want to keep their worker bees happy. There will be three bested people up there. Okay? I know. It comes down to it. Give me again. Pitch me. Sell me <laughs> on my 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 permanent stasis on Mars. Well, Make it, me convinced to be there. We can run a comedy club on Mars. Sure. Oh, my God. I can't wait for. I don't even know. What's the name of a muffled yucks? I have no idea what the name of comedy clubs are. <laughs> muffled um, yucks sounds like a comedy club at one of these pedophile ring <laughs> complexes. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is the foster care system. You know, that's as far as system uh, uh, systemic child peddling. Uh, oftentimes, the foster care system, you know, these kids go missing within the system. And where do they end up? Uh, perhaps on these planes with billionaires uh, going to an island uh, to be uh, mistreated and treated horribly. So um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff going on. And uh, we will continue to follow it. All I know is that if I had it. a fucking child, and I don't, and we're not going to have a child, but if I did have a child, that child would be fucking, uh, it sounds terrible, but just chained in the home. Well, you I can't would just do keep that. it that's keep what, that, safe. That's what the guy did. I just did. have a chain in me. You can't just yeah, chain it to the house. That, that I is, know. That is literally what they do to kids who are being sex trafficked. But I'd be doing it fun. I'd be having fun with it, and I'd be saying this is for their own good. I know, again, that sounds like Ariel Castro. Well, it still all sounds bad. It really That's why does. Wendy doesn't go to the dog park anymore. That's because there's a pandemic going on. Oh, we forgot. <laughs> it's a fundemic. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it, and she loved it, and she wore it when we went on vacation, and my own 
did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the blue Nile. Bling, she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, Henry, do you want to hear a fun story? <laughs> yes, I do. Please, because, you know, please let it be fun. Last please w- don't say that you want to hear a fun story and then have it be <laughs> like something awful. Well, last week you mentioned in an email that they don't want you talking about sounding anymore. Apparently people are very sensitive. They're they just are done with it. They're done with it. Well, I guess this is sounding adjacent. Uh, this is from the mirror, which is like my favorite little rag over there in the UK. Uh, the headline reads leech crawls inside elderly man's penis and drinks pint of blood. So the oh. leech went to a little human bar. I guess the entrance is the penis. And then it sat down, pulled up a chair, and drank a pint hey, of blood. Hey, put me a pint. That's got it. Oh, good Lord. Just have a good old-fashioned. I like the, the notes of pennies in there. It's very, it's very, very so, bad. Try to explain to, to what fucking happened here. All right. So, so this dude old is, man, how big was this old man's fucking penis hole? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, he's a oh, Cambodian man. fella. He's a Cambodian fella. He went to the oh, doctor. Oh, I thought you said it was in the UK. I thought that this was from the UK. No, oh, this is no. all right. No, the the mirror the mirror is from the UK. Uh, so doctors in Cambodia they say the patient uh, went for a dip without any clothes. So he went skinny dipping like all good old men should do. <laughs> I, I, don't judge because that's how we're gonna be. Hey, I we love will it. be nude old men at the beach. And so he left the uh, he left uh, you know the lake with a extreme pain. And he's like, what the hell is going oh. on? And then he oh went to the God. doctor. And then scans showed the parasite had allegedly wounded up parts of the man's internal organs with its sharp teeth. There's a picture of it. It is huge. How do you Uh, not know that it's going up there? uh, Straight up. How are you surprised by it? I don't. I think old men. I mean, honestly, after 80 years of pissing, I think things just get looser. I feel like you're, you're, you know, the old, everyone old, we've all been in the YMCA gym and you see the old man dong, old man dong. Sure. Gravity is very kind to the it, flaccid penis in some ways. Well, tries like it down. Sort of, 
No, it makes it look like a fucking Salvador Dali painting. <laughs> like, it doesn't look better. It's not like it's longer well, and girthier. It's, it sort of beca- it starts to look like a sleeve. It does. Absolutely. Like a turtleneck on maybe, a shelf. But at the same time, you got a leech just even just touching the tip. I'm, I want to say that I don't care how old and, and out of touch I am with my own penis. I am going to feel it go like, hey, hello. Hello, as it starts going up the tube. I think when you get older, like shit, you're just more relaxed about shit. So this dude, he <laughs> says, uh, so this is what the hospital say. They stuck a tiny little camera up his u- urethra. So there you go. A little sounding information. I don't think he liked this, though. And then they used another tool called a bipolar re- resectoscope. Resectoscope. Uh, Why did they put all this in the article just to prove (laughs) that they went and found out what these tools are called? Because the mirror has to pretend like they're not just writing an article about a leech that crawled up a dude's cock because they have to pretend like, (laughs) no, there's a medical explanation. This is science. But it was complicated because the leech had swollen in size, taking up 500 milliliters of blood. It sucked from the man's (laughs) testicle. (laughs) I don't know, not organs, I guess. Not balls. Um, so they are balls or organs. Yeah. Well, I guess, but the ball, I don't think it could get to the balls through the, I don't know how it works. I have no, I went to Catholic I school. Truly, yeah. I don't know. I know. I've seen, I know that there's the vesicles, the Vans deferens. Sure. I love, but I don't know if a leech can get through the Vans deferens. Vans deferens. Well, maybe if he asks real nice. So, uh, <laughs> this is according to a statement. They said the waters are rich with <laughs> the the waters are rich with leeches and other insects during the raising season. During the raising season, can we season. just say poor with leeches? I don't know. Does it really have to be rich? I guess not, because a lot of rich people are leeches. But just the idea of it just being, mm. you know, what I would use. Chock full. Chock full. It is. So the dude stayed the overnight in the hospital. He stayed overnight in the hospital. And then uh, and he's just fine now. I guess he just you just laugh it off. There's a picture of the doctors all around him holding the leech like they just killed an elephant in Africa. They're like, like it's a fucking it. prize. <laughs> like they went and did it. big game hunting in this fucking old man's cock. So, uh, you know, that's actually a feel good story. So, you know what? You don't have a leech up your penis right now, do you? So. You know Fundemic. what? It really does make me at least know that, that yes, it can be a fundemic without a leech inside of my penis. But it, and you know, you know what it might have been the size of? Have you seen the pictures of Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. This is some pretty good fucking little juice Dude. from the Daily Record. Loch Ness Monster spotted by Walker as new picks spark Nissy to beat. Now, a tourist has captured an incredible series of photographs that have sparked online claims that he has snapped a picture of the Loch Ness Monster. It. Now, it is a picture of a very big fish. Okay, you say big fish, but isn't the Loch Ness Monster a very big fish? We don't know. There's been many attempts to find the Loch Ness Monster. One recent attempt is they went and they, because they were trying to say maybe it was a, a plesiosaur or something that existed inside of the water that managed to escape extinction, lived like deep in the caverns of the loch. Right. But then someone did this sort of like DNA test on the waters of the Loch Ness to show, really ain't no dinosaur DNA in this one. Like he was in one of these, and they, I don't know how they know that. How did they but they said there was, it? they just, they licked it. I don't fucking know. They just dip their cocks at it because they don't wear underwear over there, just nothing but skirts. And so they, I have no clue, but they said they didn't find anything like of, of a big animal but they think 
what it could be. So according to the story, Steve Chalice from Southampton was on holiday in Scotland in September with his brother last year when they decided to visit Eckert Castle on the banks of the famous loch. Nailed it. Spotting the chance to get away from the majority of the other tourists who had just arrived in a couple of coaches. Steve explained that he initially photographed the opposite shore when he saw a sort of ripple in the water. According at first, he spotted what he assumed at the time was some sort of fish. He said, I started taking a couple of shots, and then this big fish, he came to the surface, and then he went back down again. It only appeared in one shot, and to be honest, it was a bit of a fluke. That's funny. It's a a fish joke. That is kind of funny. When you said uh, a ripple appeared, I just couldn't stop thinking, like, what, are you trying to fuck me, Lake? You want to fuck me? You know, it (laughs) seems like the lake is really courting. But he says this picture, according to this thing, he estimated the thing that this thing was about 30 feet away. It's about eight foot long. Okay. Well, how big is the lo- How big is the monster supposed to be? Don't know. It's, I don't know. Because they, until now it was fake. But like, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because the, the, the original famous picture is like they, they, the guy who took it was like, yeah, I set it all up. It's like a Coke can with a bunch of toilet paper or whatever. Like we know that's a fake fa- picture, right? He faked it. He faked it because he went to, it's a long story. There's that famous picture of Nessie of that lizard's head coming out of the Loch Ness. And I believe the story was it was faked by a, a hunter this like guy that was told to go find the Loch Ness monster. He basically came and wrote this article. I forget this. I want to say this was like the 1800s. He he basically said I couldn't find the Loch Ness monster. They then fucking roasted him, saying like <laughs> you bitch. And he's just like, uh, you told me to go look for it, and I didn't find it. So he faked it, getting his surgeon. He he wanted to ask his buddy. He's like, oh, you go and take. We'll fake all these pictures, and then you'll come and say we'll tell everyone this doctor. He's a doctor that we end up doing. We'll right. we'll show everybody that we got this the, these pictures of like a sponsor it turns out the doctor was a gynecologist which is that's, really fun that's a major doctor though that's a very important doctor the only doctors i don't trust very are dentists important. because i don't think they're actually doctors but i've talked about that on kind of fun the wrestling podcast and i think that's I just do. more of a personal prejudice it is a personal prejudice i haven't been to the dentist in 15 years i still have all of my teeth i i feel healthy my mouth feels good i'm current- you should go to the dentist you don't know what's in there well i'm currently brushing because this is the only thing they had at my deli where I buy all of my goods and all of my needs. I have a pink, I believe it's a, it's not a My Little Pony toothbrush, but it's got little pink hearts on it and it's electronic. <laughs> and the guy laughed at me when I bought it, but it was the only toothbrush he had. And I said, technically, that's your fault. I didn't buy this. You don't have any other toothbrushes. So yes, I have a pink vibrating tooth, toothbrush right now, but I'm a man. Well, yeah, I, you know, I think you technically purchased a, a pedophile tracker. What? Um, but also, if anybody ever tells you like to make fun of you for a little like pink toothbrush why don't you just been like you think it makes me less of a man and just grab and just slam his head that's against what, the fucking counter yes that's what i would do that's why i felt no insecurity by because it's, it's about a, jet, you're, it's a, about you're a man anybody i we you it's just a toothbrush I, I, it doesn't make you weak why are to you have saying a it toothbrush. like you're, i know I'm that already. You. it seems like you're saying that but it seems like you have sort of a a, a bias behind the words no, you don't know. No, I'm mad at the guy for shaming you for just getting an innocuous toothbrush. Like I'm mad about how many times, even though we go to Boston, how much I love Boston, how many times I've been called the F word walking down the street because I wear shorts that are two inches above my knees. Well, there are certain places in this country, Henry, where people don't appreciate you. I remember when you were filming. Oh, I forget what it was. I think it was a TV show in uh, Florida and they would not seat you at the bar. This is because I had my little goldenrod shorts on my fun boy shorts. 
shorts on. I had my shorts on. I had a purple shirt open. It was 95 degrees outside. I was f- feeling free. I was feeling easy. Florida. I was being in from the West Coast. Florida is full of the most eclectic, and I say this word with love, trash in this country. I love good trash people, and Florida is the crim of the crib. And the fact that you basically were said not my kind couldn't sit in the restaurant. <laughs> we and I was like, you mean an eater? You mean a big yep. old fucking eater that would fucking sit here and spend a bunch of money on stupid booze and eat a bunch of hors d'oeuvres with me and my fun friends? If it wasn't so completely inappropriate, I would like to Photoshop you at the lunch table as everyone's screaming at you and be like, he's a real civil rights hero for short, fat <laughs> Polish men who wear extremely tight shorts. But I think that I think it would be misunderstood. So the, it would be so the Loch Ness monster. Who the hell knows? There's we don't know. There's some people just saying it's a catfish. Yeah, because then he has. A, there's a picture of someone who seems to have caught the fish from the picture because they they looked at the markings from the picture and it seems like it was a 286 pound catfish, which are freaking mm-hmm. scary, dude. Man, they are scary. They'll eat anything. But I tell you what, mm, I like me some catfish. Man. I'll deep fry it. That's not a problem. Yeah, that's the only way to have it, man. Ooh, I like a you deep know, fried catfish. I think about it all the time. It's just strange. I've Well, we've talked about this. Some fish are too ugly to eat and catfish are kind of up there for me. But of course, if someone serves me a catfish, I will. I will eat it. Although- yeah, you're not looking at its face. You don't know what it no. looks like. You know, it's not like a fly. It's not like you had to reach into a tank and pull it out. No, speaking of Salvador, Salvador Dali. Catfish are sort of the dollies of the sea with their little uh, with their little whiskers. Kind of fun. All right, <laughs> I, I'm uh, I quit. <laughs> I quit the show. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people 
have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hi! Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And fast-growing trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One thing I do want to say is... There's a lot of the UFO community that's pushing for disclosure right now. And I'm going to say, hey, maybe let's get past all the national turmoil for a second and then we'll get the disclosure. This is me saying okay. this. But the main you could it is interesting who's calling for it, because the big one is uh, Mark Rubio. Mark Rubio is obsessed. Oh, you mean Marco Marco Rubio. What I call him. Mark Rubio. Yeah, Marco Rubio. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to take away his identity. I don't freaking Senate care. Intelligence Committee confirms the U.S. Navy has a UFO task force. All right, so Marco Rubio, he wants a detailed analysis of unidentified aerial phenomena data and intelligence reporting collected or held by the Office of Naval Intelligence, including data hmm. and intelligence reporting held by the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. So now they're saying right. there is one. You know what, Henry? I, very, very interesting. I, I actually agree with you from this point um, of view where I think it's great ufologist that's 24 7 you know 365 it doesn't you don't take a break you don't take a fundemic break you you do that you get into the work yes we got 30 million people unemployed with massive deficits we are the country is police, literally on fire police have, are fucking you know, are, are run rampant everybody like, I don't know if Marco Rubio needs to be focusing on this right now 
that's what I, that is just all I'm saying. And this yeah. is me saying from the bottom of my and it just makes me really it makes me really sad to say it. But he did technically go out of his way to essentially identify that there is a UAP task force that has happened. That they are they are in the middle of it. It's it's just wild, man. The news just doesn't fucking stop because then also the, the Japanese government just come out basically had to come out and say that there is this giant balloon. This just big old white balloon, no one's identifying it, just flying around above, I believe it's Zendai, Japan. Cool. Earlier last week, it is just this weird craft and nobody is claiming it. No kidding. And of course, we also have the rise of the Space Force, which uh, you would think was a mockery to everything because literally the symbol that they use is the Star Trek symbol. Um, uh, they are. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about, about retrofitting pop culture and making it real. Right. This is right. the kind of stuff where where it's weird. It becomes like what is influencing what? Like, yes, yeah. they're saying it's just like the Starfleet. But what if the kind of it's there's a weird other idea of like that's making the Starfleet real. Real. It in, is in a, in a way. It's they're trying to, but Starfleet. I don't know if you remember. They were trying to look for diplomatic, like actual solutions. To yeah, but Henry, every problems. single episode there was a fight. Not well. Sometimes, sometimes there was kisses, and sometimes there was puzzles, <laughs> and sometimes they all had to sit and think. I am not as into TNG as Marcus is. Yes, but it's definitely one of those where they were searching for talkable answers. Where I think the Space Force is looking to just shoot rockets. Well, that is at planets. That, that is the point. They've just called for a bunch of new weapons. The U.S. Uh, uh, the U.S. Army. Uh, they've asked for 155 million artillery rounds that can be put through a building window at 18.6 miles. That is how far from damn near 20 miles away they can just put a bullet through a window. And these bullets are like the size of like Tommy Pistol's ding dong. These are huge bullets. And it you is, know what they're trying to do? Well, you know that that's how they they, they do the bunker destroyers, too. Yes. One of yes. the big thing to go against uh, to go against secret bunkers. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but the idea is they would fly up s- satellites up into the sky with big poles attached to them. And then they just let the pole go and it would fly through the atmosphere yep. and pierce into these underground bunkers. Yep. That is one thing we have in spades. We are very good at killing. We're the best at it. So they we also, are the best at it. They've also ordered U.S. Air Force, uh, U.S. Air Force B-2 bombers. Uh, they can pinpoint enemy air defenses with precision weapons from 50,000 feet. And U.S. Navy ships miles apart can coordinate attacks across vast swaths of open ocean. So it looks like this like Space Force meets ufology thing is kind of coming together in a weird way. And I really hope that the better side of humanity wins and we don't just start trying to kill whatever entities we find because they're probably going to be better than us and then they're going to be really mad. Uh, we need to understand that there are actual physical nuts and bolts other entities that come from another galaxy physically they are going to kill us so do you think we, that they we, it is do you think like we come in peace do you think that they don't i think that everyone the idea uh, there's a human centered problem right with the idea of the, the way we view aliens and other entities right like, this idea that they would have anywhere close to the same values 
of and in any way, shape, or form. We have no fucking clue what their agenda is. We have no clue I don't even what, know what we our would values look like are. to them. I there is with I, I mean, truly. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. I don't fucking know. Fucking shoot first, ask questions later. I think and it's when just you, get, get rich or die trying. I think that's the main value that we have as a people. Yes, and we will we don't know what we're asking for when we uh, we we are saying like, "Hi Mr. Alien." Right. Hi. Like we don't know what we're asking for. We don't know what the other side. If this we talked about last week, the tall whites like you and then the national history of tall whites, which Thank is not you. very good. But the tall whites what? With it are actually very peaceful. They believe that they're trying to help us. But it's both. It's just not so much peaceful as it's neutral. Like the tall whites just kind of they exist in a relationship with humankind that they basically we need to benefit from any arrangement that we do. So there's some sort of mutual benefaction going on. All right. I just made so. up a word. I mean, hey, it seems more likely now than ever before. Disclosure, as we've said before, is in the air. If you're it's in the in government, the please take care of a whole bunch of other stuff first. First, and, uh, just get to, but, because this is just, let's just, let's just get to it first. Because I want yes. to be, but you know, I honestly, I just don't want Trump getting it. All right. Well, I well, I mean, you could just see him holding the head of Glorglack or whatever in a presser. Uh, and again, listen to Abe Lincoln's Top Hat if you want to keep up to date on politics. This past week, we did a great we had a great conversation about uh, guard armed guards in schools. Turns out not really working out. So no, we will be talking not. about the prison industrial complex this week. Also, give yourself a, uh, if you like, you know, your, your true crime dose this week, go watch, go look at Dateline. They have the new uh, update on Chad Daybell, Lori Vallow. Yes. You basically learn that the way that he covered up the uh, possible murder of the, the of Lori Vallow's daughter was that he said that he shot a raccoon. And so he had to tell his wife, because he was still married at the time when uh, Ty Lee had went missing. Uh-huh. Um, and he uh, buried a bunch of shit in his backyard in their pet cemetery, which is where they believe that they found the two bodies. Oh. Uh, it is this whole thing. It's Jeez. it is fucking wild. And when you go and watch the original coverage of the date of them on, on Dateline yeah. and you see that footage of them in, Ohio, in Hawaii coming out all tan, just being like smirking their little smirks, holding each Ugh. other's hands, coming out of the hotel. And then you realize like they had two skeletons of her children underneath his house like right next to his house that entire time and they were all acting as if they were like skirting the cameras like they were the fucking paparazzi absolutely disgusting very sinister it becomes immediately sinister absolutely well speaking of um people who were arrested and the u.s military just briefly here a u.s soldier his name is ethan meltzer Melzer, he was accused of planning an attack on his own unit. But the strangest thing, I mean, obviously that's strange, but the thing that kind of sets this one apart is evidently he had a relationship with an occult-based neo-Nazi and racially motivated extremist group, which I didn't really know. It's a lot. It's just a mouthful there. Um, he was allegedly planning the... Um, it's called... A, it, the group is called the Order of the Nine Angles. There's, this is the ONA. has been around since the 60s and the 70s. It is a, a theistic Satanist group. They believe, believe that they worship the devil and that they are... And they are fascists. They're straight up fascists. Right. And they believe in creating... And I don't know what this story is. We have... We have uh, Order of the Nine Angles is in the last podcast time, like podcast 
pipeline. Yeah, we dude, are going to cover them. this group. So the order calls for the overthrow of the West's uh, Judeo-Christian order, and it encourages members to isolate themselves from society. So they're having a fundemic. Uh, they commit crimes and embrace political extremism. New followers must spend at least six months in, quote, insight roles, a practice of infiltrating and subverting other religious groups or organizations like police and army. The group maintains a decentralized structure, so it's hard to estimate the true size, but it's ideology no, yeah, they, they is having a resurgence a committee, in Europe. What was it? The committee or commission with a K, I believe, is the way that they talk about it. And they just don't because they don't have a centralized hub. It's, it's that anybody so who kind of wants to be a member of the ONA can be. Uh, this is Private Melzer. He wrote uh, to O9A members that he was, quote, risking my literal free life by disclosing this information. He says, I am expecting results. Members of the Order of the Nine Angels uh, or Angles, rather, also known as O9A, have expressed admiration for both Nazis, Hitler and Islamic jihadists such as Osama bin Laden. So they're really bringing they're bringing a lot together here. <laughs> they're bringing a lot together and the love of the and, you know, but I I love the concept of Satan and the idea of just trying to be illuminating be that's the idea is that instead of like not worrying about being constantly dictated to by some some authority that's supposed to tell you everything that you're supposed to know it's about researching things on your own it's about honesty right. it's and this is I, like this is a it's a it's a talk about a subversion of the subversive yeah it's definitely a perversion of you know all all good rational independent thinking obviously um and of course but, well i want to get into deep yeah i want to get deep into order of the nine angles we're going to do that in the last podcast all right for cool definite. so anyway this guy has been arrested uh he has openly said he's a traitor this is what the fbi assistant director william f sweeney has to say he says melzer declared himself to be a traitor against the united states and described his own conduct as tantamount to treason we agree. A little FBI joke there. And uh, yeah, so there you go. This guy has been busted. It wouldn't be the first time we've seen a soldier attack his own squad. Um, but this one has a different reason than the previous ones, which is actually more some Islamic extremism. Um, and then also just some people who have severe PTSD uh, in war. I mean, they have also attacked their their um, their counterparts. Oh, yeah, but, dude. Uh, it's very scary. It is very, very scary. Also, it's very, gonna, very scary. If you're going to if you're going to choose to, like, kill a group of people, that's a hard target. That's a that's a straight up Jeff Jean-Claude, not Jeff, not Jeff Van Dam. That guy just works at Subway. But Jean-Claude yeah, Jeff Van, Van Dam. Dam. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Van Dam. He works at the ice cream, the ice cream truck that he drives around Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude's fucking oh, neighborhood. It could have been so being like, Will you please remember? Remember your cousin, Jeff. <laughs> oh poor guy uh my nuts hurt every time i watch uh jean-claude van damme do the splits he's very good at it he's very confident when he does it but then i realized he's I very him. short he's only like five five it's easier to do stuff Wait, like that that's not true i'm fucking five foot seven i couldn't fucking do a split no but you can do it you can do different things with your body because it's easier because you're because you're tinier yeah i could sit for five hours at a time yeah like a ninja <laughs> very cool <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's see here. Uh, let's you know what? Let's just hop to Hero of the Week. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. This week's Hero of the Week. It's a simple story. It's a beautiful story. It's a story of longevity. The world's oldest golden retriever 
named Augie, celebrated her 20th birthday. Golden Retrievers are only supposed to live to 10 to 12 years. I'm sorry if you own one right now. Forget that. Exit that out of your brain. They're never going to die. Uh, that's what I do when I look at Puffin and I look at Jerry. I say, they're here forever. I'm sure you do the same thing that's, with Wendy. That doesn't exist. Oh, no, no, no. no. Well, well, the idea is to just clone her and replace her the next day and I know. act as if she never died. This is one of those moments, Henry, where I where you're Hollywood Henry Zabrowski. The clone, isn't that what, Susan Sarain, somebody did that. In Barbara like, Streisand. Barbara, like, you can't just clone the dog, Henry. I mean, we got to figure out something. So, because I, I, I mean, I, because I don't know what I'm going to do. All right, I'm, I'm like upset. I'm viscerally upset. You even mentioned it, even thinking about it. Well, Augie was born April 24th and two th- uh, was born April 24th, uh, 2000, and uh, was rehomed twice during that time. She's had a hell of a life. The couple who were active in their local Golden Golden Retriever Rescue Organization adopted her when she was 14 years old. Believing Aww. people may be unwilling to take such an elderly dog. Um, so it's just very cute. This story comes from June 24th, and she's 20, she's she has her 20th birthday, and she's surrounded by all of her siblings, Sherman, Belle, and Bruce. And what I love the most about Augie is she looks like she kind of looks like Marge Shot. Um, I'm not saying she's racist, but I'm saying she's grumpy as hell. <laughs> she looks very, very grumpy. She is yeah, she made it to like, twenty. <laughs> she definitely looks like she is ready to be euthanized. But you know what? She's like, please get me out of here. That's that's uh, you know, hero of the week is Augie the Golden Retriever. But it's also longevity, the will to live. I watched an interview with a woman who was 109. She said the key to longevity is wanting to die. Because she said God never gave her what she wanted. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's. Yeah, that that's, sounds that's, about right. That's 40 chess right there. That's 40 chess. Yes. Yeah, so, you got to fool God. <laughs> so, Augie, you are this week's Hero of the Week. Congratulations on being so cute for 20 long years. She's She's been there as long as we've been in Iraq. <laughs> just another depressing fact. This is also like, this is a sad episode. It's fundemic. It's a <laughs> all right. Here's a couple. There's a funny story. This is a cute listener email that I enjoyed. Let me first say that I am not psychic, but I have had psychic <laughs> dreams, and more specifically, I have the complete worthless ability to locate missing snakes in my sleep. Let me explain. My brother always had pet snakes. And because he was a shitty pet owner, his snakes would frequently escape their cages. My family would look for the snake for hours, checking under couches and beds, etc., but to no avail. On one occasion, I was taking a nap in my room, and then in my sleep I could hear my mom and brother arguing about one of the snakes escaping. I was in that state where you're still asleep but half awake and you can hear the outside world like when you sleep through your alarm clock for a full hour. As I hear them arguing, I dreamt that the snake was hiding behind one of the curtains in my parents' Mm. room specifically the left curtain and the window farthest from the door. I wake up, roll out of bed, saunter into a bedroom, pass the first window, head for the specific curtain I dreamt about. I whip it away, and sure enough, there's the snake. Oh! Found it, I call to them. My mom and brother ran into the room, dumbfounded. it. I explained to them that I heard them arguing in my sleep and dreamt the exact location of the snake. Needless to say, they were stupefied. <laughs> a short little while later, my brother's snake escaped again. What? Once again, they looked everywhere with no luck. My family jokingly said I should try to dream where it was. You know, then you're and you're like, oh, you're gonna fucking roast me? I found the last snake. Sure enough, 
I did. I dreamt that it was at the top shelf of my closet, some six feet up, which of course would be impossible. So I didn't even bother to look. Right. Almost a month later, I was cleaning out my closet and start to take the box down on the top shelf, and then I hear a hiss. I panic and drop the box, and as I do, his snake lunges out from inside it and hits me in the head. I wish I could say I didn't throw it at the wall, but I did. It was a reflex. It was fine. Okay. And luckily, snakes can go a long period of time without eating. So it, despite being on top of that shelf for over a month, it lived for many years after that. Wow. I know at one point that box was on the floor. And my mother must have put it in the top shelf of my closet. That's the only way I can imagine it got up there. So to, to put it simply, I'm psychic. But no only kid. when it comes to missing snakes. Well, I mean, I'm sure that there's someone with a missing snake out there right now that could use your help, buddy. And he also said that basically belts look like snakes. So maybe next time my belt goes, he can help dream it. That's a great Any point. Better. Yeah. I'm going to hit him up. Have you had, I mean, obviously you're in a slightly different location than you were. Have you noticed any gnome activity? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. All right. So here we go. This comes from, this is called Ben's Prophecy. Oh, on 620, Ben tweeted a prophecy that everyone who sleeps on a MyPillow will have nightmares of a fat man screaming at them. Yes. And I promise to report back. So here I am. Whoa. First, I'd like to make a small disclaimer. I did not purchase the MyPillow. My girlfriend's mom is the kind of person who, unless otherwise instructed, buys people as seen on TV items as gifts. Mm. Thoughtful though she is, we have received a few duds over the years. So it came to pass that my <laughs> girlfriend received the MyPillow and outright rejected it once her mom had gone home. I am the kind of person who can sleep on pretty much anywhere under, under any condition. So to me, it was just a free pillow. I've used it for a while. It's fine. Nothing relevatory about it. Just kind of a lumpy pillow. Anyways, last night I did dream a bit, and in one dream, Henry appeared in full, your pretty face is going to hell, and was ranting about something, I think it was directed at me, at me specifically, I'm not sure, more or less, <laughs> it just seemed to be listening sympathetically and nodding as he went on. So, to, it's light on interesting details, but I doubt anyone actually cares much anyway. Well, there <laughs> you go. Prophecy, See, this guy- it's important thing is, as written... So did the prophecy come to pass. I love it. And that man now gets to experience what it's like to be with Henry three o'clock in the morning in a dive bar in Cincinnati. When everyone cries around us, we hear my ideas <laughs> before Henry it's a forum actually, for me. We have, we were with our manager and Cincy and Henry and I were just screaming at each other. And our manager is like, where's the band? What's going on with the what? band? What's going on with the band? We're like, no, this is how we speak. And let me do this last quick one. All right. So I was a vice president of my college paranormal club a few years ago. And as a VP, I get to go on some trips to some really fun nearby haunted locations. Cool. Flashback to 2016. Me and my club were on a group investigation of Iron Island Museum. The activity at this museum is widely known around the country. So at least three groups of paranormal investigators were there that night. One of these paranormal groups from California was seriously legit. They had large cameras, infrared cameras, other equipment. And I later discovered they were going to make a documentary. Anyways, at the beginning of the tour, the groups introduced themselves. We said a little spiel about our club, and then it was time for that group from California to introduce themselves. Yeah. This one investigator, a man in his late 20s, early 30s, begins to introduce himself in the group, talking about how experienced they are and about how this stuff is not to be messed around with. Sure. Seemingly directing, directed at our inexperienced group, right? Other groups chime in, and then all of a sudden, the man stops speaking, and he starts to get very emotional. He starts to shake. His eyes tear up and he and he says this, and this is this is in his voice shaking. This is complete seriousness. He tells us this story. After a particularly difficult investigation of a client's home, a demonic spirit followed him home. 
The spirit would come to him at night and in first appearing as sort of a dark shape in the corner of his room. He'd be paralyzed in his bed, unable to move or scream. As the spirit slowly came closer, he shut off his eyes, but he tried to say some sort of prayer to himself. But when he did, he proceeded to feel the sort of force on top of him, holding him down. He then felt his anus penetrated by what he told (laughs) us. Wait, what? Don't laugh at no. He felt felt his anus penetrated, (laughs) but what he told us was definitely a penis. What? Crying, a demon he tells us in he tells us in vivid detail about how he felt the spirit have anal sex with him until he, the investigator, the investigator, until he came. But when he came, he felt the warm come and leave his penis and fill his own asshole. He told us what? that the spirit stole his cum and put it inside him. He began to describe the feeling of his own cum dripping out of his ass, and the head of the California group cuts him off. Why not stop him before? I don't know. Apologizing profusely for his team members' behavior, reiterating the warning that there are demonic spirits out there that can have very real impacts on your life, right? This is true. So every investigation should be taken very seriously. Yeah. The head investigator for that group pulled aside later and telling us that the man had mental illness outside of investigating and not to take what he said as fact. <laughs> well, you never know what's going to happen in the world of paranormal. Occasionally, a demon will have anal sex with you and then, I guess, make your butthole a bowl for your hey, own man, Some cum. people love it. Some I, people know, love some it. Some people do love it. They they really do. Uh, well, thank you so much for those emails. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Shoot us your tales. If you have any heroes you want us to give shout outs to, please let us know. And uh, wow, indeed, a tale that uh, that really shakes you to the core, doesn't it? It really does. And I'm so sad I even said it. Yep. 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 In a way, I yeah, am I'm too. just going to think about it all day. I'm just thinking him just. Uh, In a way, I'm upset that you did bubbles. too. Yep. You know, and that's why you really got to live, laugh, love. You do. Because you never know what's going to happen when you're on tour. You never know what's going to happen when you're seeing a bunch of ghosts. No. Right? You got to live knowing for a fact you got to just keep one eye open when you're sleeping. Yes, you do. There's always wonder, especially if you've been around a bunch of demons, because you don't know what's going to happen. You got you to gotta laugh at the little funny little things yeah. that happen. Like, if he puts a bunch of cum in your own butt, hey, hey. <laughs> that's a fun At demic. least it's your cum. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Could be worse. Love. Every time life throws you a curveball, you have to like you're pressed down in your sleep by Annabelle and your butt is your butt is filled with your own. Cup. Absolutely. Hit that curveball out of the park. All right, everyone. Hope you're hanging in there. It's a fun demic. It continues in the middle of this fun demic. I also just want to straight up say um thought a lot about Elijah McClain recently in this story that came out and it that is story absolutely is so devastating. Sad. Um, research it if you haven't heard anything about it. This young man was very hastily killed by police d- during a stop. You never, they never should have called the cops on him. He was just walking down the street with a ski mask. He was a young kid, good kid. It shouldn't happen, but that just from him being a good kid doesn't mean it shouldn't have just happened to him. It shouldn't happen to anybody. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the kind of shit that we need to we need to fucking so fix. You, and I don't know how if we. If you do haven't that. heard of that story, Elijah McClain, this happened last year. Absolutely devastating. Uh, seemingly a wonderful man with a wonderful heart, a very innocent soul. 
And uh, yes, brutalized knee on the back, the whole thing. And uh, again, we are focusing, as we always do, on criminal justice uh, for Abel against Top Hat. So we will be discussing more of that story as well as the weeks go on and discussing. But we love you guys straight up, man. We just love you so much and we don't want anybody to experience this kind of pain. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's it's we got a lot of trauma in this country. We need a lot of healing. And the first step, we have to hold people accountable. Get away. Get rid of the blue wall of silence. Get rid of these police unions. And we need to have community policing and people treated with respect because by golly, we're worth it. We deserve it. And it's going to uh, we got to come together on that. I'm with you, baby. All right, guys. Never forget. This is from me to yo. Hail yourselves. And hail Satan. The good one. The good the one. The one who just wants you to go to the music. He just wants you to go see some music. Well, I heard, he wants you to just touch touch yourself. I heard, that, I heard that Satan's minions, these demons, are out there making people do things in their own butt. But tell you what. He probably kind of liked it. it he like came. He died. No, he full on no, came. He full on ejaculated. I have a feeling he was also sitting but on no, his own that's thumb. A, that's a whole thing. <laughs> I think that's was, a whole. I think he was story. giving himself a thumbs up. <laughs> All right, everyone. Magustalations. Right. Uh, Magustalations. That's what I say now. All right. Bye. 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 Don't swim in a pool full of leeches that go up your cack. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, the promo, and in 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you why you should check out the show. I, the host, Scott Aukerman, have a lighthearted conversation with famous celebrities like John Hamm, Allison Williams, Phoebe Bridgers, Bob Odenkirk, just to name a few. Things go a little off the rails when different eccentric characters drop by to be interviewed as well. Each week is a blend of conversations and character work from your favorite comedians as well as some new hilarious voices. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast. Listen every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.